Hello, and welcome to the Mosaic Reviewcast, a podcast where we review new releases. I'm Stephen Caldwell, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Drew Farrar. Hello. Hello, Drew. So today we are uh, reviewing a very cool album called Celebrity Therapist. It's by the Callis Dow Boys. Yes, uh, uh, not the Dallas Cowboys football team, but the Callis Dow Boys, the seven-piece band from Atlanta, uh, probably landing in the, the mathcore genre. And for listeners who don't know mathcore, it's like you took math rock, you know, all these syncopated rhythms and angular lines, and then you you meddled it up with hardcore and metalcore and and deathcore and it's it's wild it's chaos and i i'd love to hear your thoughts on it yeah i think chaos is the most apt descriptor of the entire album um in a good way uh one of the really characteristic things that they do is this juxtaposition of styles uh and they'll go from like like you said like these really heavy metalcore deathcore inspired sections to like almost like pop-esque things um with like very clean vocals uh and they'll be just smashed right up against each other in one song not as like separate tracks but like this happens and this happens and then swinging right back over uh to the other side and i think it's really effective throughout um it's one of the things that makes it feel really unique even among like this sort of genre of uh, just this wide range of stylistic influences. It reminds me a lot of uh, like John Zorn for the new music people out there or um, like Mike Patton uh, or Mr. Bungle or Faith No More. Um, Those sorts of bands Uh, more so on the Zorn side than the, the, the face no more side, but yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think like the level of energy that they sustain throughout is, is just I- insane. Like if you're looking for something that's, that's, uh, you know, a lot going on at once and, uh, unpredictable, like, like maniacally, uh, this, this look no further, uh, I, I found it to be so fun. Just, you know, they don't take themselves seriously all the time. Sometimes they do. Um, and sometimes they don't. It, it's just like, like the content, the form of the songs is bizarre. Um, oh, yeah. I'm constantly surprised. Yeah, that's um, a really good point. I like because sometimes when you have these things where like you have these stylistic juxtapositions, they can become really cliche uh, or weirdly enough, they can become really predictable. Um, and I don't think there's ever really moments where you really know what's going to happen next. Um, and part of that is just the breadth of styles that they approach from like things like spoken word and music concrete to like, you know, like pop esque things. Um, or like chamber pop and it really keeps the album fresh throughout. I, I will say in terms of the form of the album, I I'm, this might be a little nitpicky, uh, but on my first listen, 
I got really fatigued on the first half of the album and I kind of like had to take a step away yeah. uh, to listen to the rest of it um, because the songs are, are pretty long. Um, there's only like 11 tracks or something like on this. Uh, no, no, it's 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 Less eight, than that. eight tracks. Yeah. Yeah. It's like eight tracks and it's like 40 minutes or something like that. Like mm-hmm. they're all around five minutes long ish. Um, and it can just so like the first 15 minutes of the album sound really similar to each other, even though they're jumping these genres constantly. Um, it's almost always transitioning from like the like metalcore, mathcore screaming to some other genre and then back. Mm-hmm. Um always fluctuating between those two things and it's a little bit fatiguing at least on first listen for me on on like third and fourth listen i was all for it and i could sit down and and really listen to the whole album um but i still kind of had that sense of like this goes on maybe a little bit too long um i i can i can totally appreciate that i i think it perhaps depends on like like what you're looking for in an album if you're like me who listens to a lot of metal then i didn't have as much fatigue going on um in fact i loved how heavy those first three tracks uh violent astrology a brief article regarding time loops and beautiful dude missile these track names are great it's so tongue-in-cheek it's like they're the titles that they that they dislike. There's like a like a satire almost to it. Um, but uh, so then the the fourth track called the title track uh, is is where we start getting uh, suddenly just the music concrete begins that one. There's just like kind of just a little bit of a little bit of noise going on and is like there's this sense that they're constantly resisting being put in a box like they'll have like a fallout boy kind of clean vocal bit and then they'll have like something that's more metal but they don't want to be either of those things and i i don't think they want to be anything (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) yeah yeah there's definitely a sense of uh rebellion I, i i don't know if that's the right word for it but a sense of not wanting to be labeled or not wanting to like conform to something. Um, and I, I think that's really refreshing. Uh, and it feels, this album feels really unique. Um, like, I don't think I've ever heard anything like super similar or super like this. That wasn't in like a John Zorn esque context. Like uh, some of the thing, and also touching on that, uh, like not taking themselves seriously um, I think that really, really helps the album. I think if this was all like, you know, so you have to take what we're saying so seriously and our lyrics are so serious all the time. Um, I think that would really make that fatigue that I was feeling way more noticeable. It's right. a lot easier uh, when you have like little funny lines that pop out of nowhere um, like in, in star baby, uh, where you get, uh, don't want no callous out boys. I want my murder podcasts. Uh, <laughs> the way that like exists in my head 
is like this like kind of like anthem like i'm like man i want to be at the live show where they just shout that out and the audience is like shouting it back that would just be so much fun that's that's the last track on the album definitely a standout yeah 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 i think for me standouts on the album are star baby like those two standouts are the first track violent astrology and the last track star baby um like those just do a great job of introducing you to the sound world that they explore um throughout the album and then having like i think it's really was really artistically brave to have like i I really think of star baby as like this microcosm of what they do on the entire album because they kind of take two stylistically incompatible musics and just like slam them together and that's the song like half of your song is in this metalcore screaming hardcore world and then the half of it's in like this kind of pleasant chamber pop weird like post-punk sort of thing um yeah it's it's just this really nice way of being like here's what we did on the album musically um but also like they i feel like they just work um and some of the middle of the album uh i think it fluctuates in quality for me in terms of like how much i like it uh and how successful i think some of their ideas are um what do you think steve I think, uh, yes, I think that's a very good point that the first and last tracks, like, that's probably a good place to start. Like, if you're like, man, I haven't heard of the Callous Dow Boys, but I'm interested to see what they're about. Uh, first and last track would kind of give you an idea. If you don't like those, you're probably not going to like the rest of the album. That being said, uh, the second to last track, What is Delicious, Who Swarms, um, Again, I just love these titles. They're like surreal and like like who swarms like like the, like that doesn't even make sense that I I love that you know. Uh, but there's like that's that's a shorter track. That's like about three minutes, and there's definitely like a pretty clear melody in there. So that might be kind of like a good starting point. That being said, uh, I I loved the Elephant Man in the Room. Now, the, the first time going through the album, uh, it, it didn't stand out for me. Maybe maybe I was having some fatigue. Um, but I, I've now been listening to this album like a lot of times. I've, I've, I've given this quite a few listens. And the way that one kind of in the center gets into this almost jazzy sort of uh, thing, like the way it develops into that is so exciting. I love when you get this feeling like, oh, this is in the middle of this song. Like, oh, this song goes here. Like there's like this feeling of like exploration that's just that's just really uh, uh just rewarding. It's a it's a rewarding listen um in, in that sense. And then the lyrics too, uh like we haven't talked about like the fact that like the singer, he he's he's speaking He's singing, he's screaming. Um, and then you have other people adding vocals too. Like at times we have 
like really low deathcore growls, which I just loved. I was like, yeah, we're like not like this isn't like a foot in the door of metal. Like we're going all out here. Um, uh, but yeah, the, like the lyrical content is like alternatively uh, serious, absurd, and uh, all of these things. I mean, like how did the lyrics stick out for you? Yeah, I, I like one of the things is not listening to a ton of metalcore. Like I'm, I'm much more familiar with like hardcore and post hardcore stuff than like the metalcore uh, aesthetics. And so like, I don't really hear the lyrics very well when they're screaming. No, no Um, goodness. No, neither do I. I'm like, (laughs) I have no clue what the hell they're saying. Um, But uh, I think it heightens that kind of sense that when you do hear the lyrics, sometimes it's just like this blip of like, oh, that was a, like a sensical thing that they said. And then other times it's like, that was just word salad. I have no <laughs> idea what they're trying to say. Um, but I really think it helps with that, like that sense of like juxtaposition that happens throughout the entire album. Um, and I, I think on that aspect they do a really good job of having everything like stick thematically together um and i would say that uh i think this is one of the one of those albums that i would be like if you try to listen to it once and you can't get through it you you do yourself a a disservice by not trying to listen to it again um like i every time i've listened to it i've found something new to listen to and also it gets easier to understand the form of the album. Um, Cause the form at the beginning is, is a little nonsensical um, to listen to right off the bat. Uh, and so it's hard to kind of grasp on to like, when are these songs changing? Because they're kind of always changing within themselves. And right. what's the significance of this going to this. Um, and so I, I think like, you know, like third listen was when I was really like, oh, I get it. I like really, really get it now. Um, and after that, I was like, oh, boy, like I I really enjoyed listening to it all the way through. I think it does a good job once you get used to it, kind of, um, of being able like it does a good job pacing the listener through it once you've gotten past that initial like fatigue. Yeah, I mean, you you definitely have to acclimate to it. It's it's like one of those things you, you gotta you gotta submit to the chaos, but then then it starts making more sense. Uh, like what you're saying, it's just like I found myself getting like you know just growing in appreciation through the listens. So like, uh, if you want to challenge yourself, this is, a, this is a good one to do it with because there's so much going on. There's like a lot of little a little ear candy. This is probably probably more of a headphones listen. This is not like a uh while you are cooking dinner. I mean, but maybe. I don't know what you're cooking. Maybe something very spicy. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you're right that uh this is one of those albums. Um, it reminds me of the Palm album a little bit. Yes. It's it's really beneficial to be able to like, 
especially in the weird music concrete sections that they happen that like um and i think that's another thing that they do really well in this that a lot of popular bands don't do well is playing with dynamics and and having these shifts in dynamic tone and like changing the way that you're listening like how actively you're listening um right because at uh at the opening of title track like you said we, we go from like a pretty chaotic thing right before it and then it thins out a lot and gets pretty quiet there's stuff happening but it's pretty quiet and so it really it's a really effective way to like bring the listener in i feel um and so like you said i think like headphones are the preferred way to listen to this um, or a oh, yeah. really nice set of speakers that you're sitting very close to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, you know, I I wouldn't have thought of dynamics, but I think that's I think that's a fantastic point. Um, a, a, another thing that comes to mind is how uh, so we've talked about the variety, but the variety isn't just everything's challenging because that that's not the case. It's it's like completely holistic. We have things that are like pretty conventional uh sounding things at times and on my first listens of the album i was kind of pulled out by that and and, and this was this is interesting because i don't know if this is a critique or not because at first for me uh like when i listen to metal if i hear clean vocals sometimes I can end up disliking those clean vocals a lot because I feel like they're so uh, disconnected from like what, what the other musical material is. So I end up like judging clean vocals when there's screamed vocals differently. And when I first heard this, I was like, oh man, that's like, I didn't necessarily want like a, a fallout boy verse or like a Lincoln park verse or like, I, I, and I didn't, it took me time to feel like, oh, they're like kind of making a satire of these things, kind of making uh, a commentary, like a, a, uh, almost like a, almost like a, a, a gross nostalgia in a way. It, it, I don't know how, that's kind of the wrong words, but do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like like a little bit uncanny valley esque, of yeah. like, um, like hearing something very familiar. That's unfamiliar in an unfamiliar place, like mm-hmm. a like a like a. Oh wow, that's funny. I wonder uh, the whole lecture on deja vu. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, so that's in the album for 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 listeners. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's the second. Yeah, that's the second. Um, yeah, I think track. so. Yeah. But yeah, it's kind of like that feeling of like, I feel like I've heard something like this before, but it's not presented in like, it's very deja vu-esque of mm-hmm. like, I feel like this has happened before, but it hasn't. Um, mm-hmm. Not in a like, they're ripping off other people's music, but in a like, I think, that actually might i i if that is their intention that is phenomenal i think <laughs> um it's like you're changing the channel and then and then you keep ending up back on adult swim 
<laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. 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 I. Wow. I, that's the first time I thought of that. Uh, Light bulbs going off, exploding in the sky. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I was kind of I was I was doing like like processing out loud, like this feeling of of just like putting all these things together that like don't fit, but it's sort of a mosaic in a way that that tells a larger picture. Yeah. 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 Huh. I might change my score. I don't know. Um, <laughs> speaking I, I mean, of which. Let's, yes. Let's talk about scores. Do you want me to lead off or do you, do you want to, do you want to uh, take the, uh, the charge here? I guess I'll, I'll take the charge. Um, because, uh, I, I don't, I think we're going to have different scores. Uh, okay. <laughs> all right. Um, I'm ready because there, while, while I, I think this is a really good album, especially for like a sophomore, um, release, like this is their second album. Um, and so I'm like, Holy crap. Like, what are they going to do in the future? Um, mm-hmm. but if, uh, I, I'd like to see them take some of these ideas of stylistic juxtaposition, um, and get more extreme with them, um, and be more overt and brave, like, like star baby is, I don't want every song to be star baby, but I, I want them to like really commit to like having such a wild stylistic break um instead of these moments where like uh, in a zorn-esque like it's a measure of a stylistic break and then we come back um and then we don't and because i i would say that even though there are these stylistic breaks i i don't ever feel like i didn't personally feel like super pushed by them of like these are such incongruous music as to be like question make me question things you know what i mean i just like oh that's what they're doing like it's like zorn um but not as extreme um so with that said i I think it's really strong i think um it really benefits from multiple listens uh and you can take that as a negative or a positive um i'm gonna take it as like a slight like i would have liked the beginning to maybe have a little bit more variety um and the kind of music they're presenting there to help i guess not maybe not new listeners but break up some of that fatigue to where when i get to title track the first time through i want to listen to it instead of it being like oh my god thank lord it's not (laughs) chaos and then i kind of fall back and get too comfortable and I'm no longer like on the edge of my seat um, sort of thing. So I, I'm going to give it an 8.7. I think it's a phenomenal album. I think it's well worth the listen, um, but I think there's a lot more that they could do. Uh, and I think there's a couple things that happen for me that I, I would like, I think they just don't land quite as well as they could. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, I concur to, for like almost all of those thoughts. I, I feel like if they could, if they could have a slow tempo, um, 
something that's sparse, something that is really opened up. Now they, they do that occasionally when we have like the spoken word sections, but like in terms of the, the instruments being, uh, like in a slower tempo that doesn't happen so much. And I, I'd love to see where they take this. And I agree with you, like, man, next album, I'm just, I'm excited to see where this band ends up because it is their sophomore release, but in a certain way is kind of still their debut because the things they had before, it seems like they were on pretty small labels. Um, I, I just sort of like, lightly perused the earlier stuff and it seemed like it was a little more amateur recording uh uh quality so all that being said i loved this album uh for whatever reason it attracted me from the very beginning and i i love listening to it i love the chaos um i love it for for what it is but i do um uh yeah there are certain knocks where i'm like well let's let's do more variety and lean into this even more so. Um, so I will give it a nine. I loved it. It was fantastic. Um, yeah, like I just, the, something about their whole vibe as a band. I, I was like looking at their music videos and it just seems like I really hope that they can get a lot of traction. A lot, a lot of their, their things seem to be, you know, like, I guess popularity is a relative thing. So like hundreds of thousands of views on YouTube is, that's pretty good. I mean, that's... Yeah, especially for such a niche genre. Like, I mean, how... (laughs) This is so challenging. Like, if you just, like, played this for uh, someone who listens to to just uh, radio music, like, the the man, whoa, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I think it's worth it. For even radio people, uh, people who used to re- listening to radio music to give it a listen. I, I think there's a lot to like, even if you don't necessarily like like screaming and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. If you don't like screaming, listen to Star Baby. I like listen to that. And if you just like the second half of it, then I think that's totally fine. <laughs> but. Yeah. 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 It's, it's just like one of those things where I, 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 you're right. I feel like a lot of different kinds of, of audiences could enjoy this. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least tracks on it. Um, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I want, I want the next one to be a double LP. Like, let's just go all out. Let's explore it. Yeah. But um, okay, so I think that is a wrap on this episode. We want to thank you for listening to the Mosaic Review Cast. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Mosaic Review Cast is a production of New Music Mosaic organization of new music composers and performers which brings collaborative concerts to new audiences. More can be found at New Music Mosaic's YouTube and Facebook pages.